Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're here with comic Erica Hernandez. Erica Hernandez, how the hell are you? I'm so good. How are you? Good. Oh, thank you so much for coming on during these dark days. And it's so nice that you're kind of brightening our days with uh, your comedy videos online. I know I follow you at across all social platforms because thank there's more much. than one uh, less important <laughs> Erica Hernandez. You are Eric Cuddy, which is E-R-I-C-U-D-D-Y. Yeah. And so that's at Twitter and Instagram. It's easy to remember. So easy. Yeah. I made it really simple for everybody by using something that is very tangentially <laughs> related to my name Yeah, <laughs> and has to be spelled. Yeah. So. But I mean, we could also find you at erica-hernandez.com. Correct. Yeah. My website. And then that should link to everything if that's if that's people's jam, I don't know. Do people yeah. check on websites like as anyone? Jams, man, because they might just, they might just Google like Erica Hernandez, go to the site, sure. and point us to the socials. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I've actually never, or yeah, I don't think. Maybe I've Googled myself like once, but pretty much never. And I, I don't know what that would reveal. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Because also, yeah, sometimes like you googling yourself over and over again can kind of get you your results. Whereas then if you go sure. on a stranger's computer, you're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Me clicking on the Erica Hernandez comedy videos does one thing for my search engine and nobody else is doing that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I live in a vortex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what kind of comedy were you doing before? I know you do comedy videos, but also, uh, you know, what are you doing now during the quarantine? Are you keeping that Instagram or Instagram reels or TikTok, you know, full of comedy videos? Sure. Yeah. So I, I'm a little bit of like an old soul. So social media is also, like it's like a fun experiment for me where like if I have an idea I'll put something fun up but I'm not like I, I most of the stand-ups that I know and people who do like a lot of that stuff are, are very very active on that and that is um I would say like not my forte <laughs> <laughs> see me live but uh yeah <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I do, like, I have been doing a couple of things. I've did some, some impressions. I did an impression of Phoebe Waller-Bridge in quarantine because I yes. felt inspired one day. And mostly because I was, like, in quarantine and so miserable. And I was like, sure, the celebrities are really suffering from this as well. It was right <laughs> after, like, Gal Gadot had done her thing where she, you know, had everybody sing that song. And I was like, this is crazy that, like they're going to be like, oh, this is really hard. And I'm like, you have like nine bedrooms in your house probably. Yeah. Whereas like, I'm like multiple roommates sharing one bathroom. I'm like, quarantine <laughs> is very different for us. So. But it's so funny that you beat Phoebe Waller-Bridge to it. You would have think that she would have spoofed it before you even. Oh, I don't know. Well, I spoofed Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I know. I so you're just, you're, just so, you're just so fucking That's brilliant, brilliant yeah. that you're smarter than that Grammy winner or Emmy winner or whatever the fuck yeah, she I does. Guess. I guess it's weird that she didn't do like herself. Yeah. <laughs> she should have just fucking yeah, taken the piss out of all these people. And, um, and so you were also UCB while that was going on? Yeah. Yeah. While that was going on. That feels so <laughs> weird to say. <laughs> <laughs> you were there for year, years and years and how are you going to scratch that itch when I went so in? I mean luckily I, I guess this is a plug at the wrong time but I my team um we were a mod team for several years and uh, for those who don't know that's like the sketch comedy circuit of UCB um and we were performing on mod night which is their sketch comedy night but we had just gotten sort of quote-unquote promoted to a weekend team so we were performing Friday nights and we had yes. I think literally one show before the <laughs> pandemic hit Wow. So we were like on this high and then it happened and we just decided as a team, we're like, 
like regardless of what the future of that theater is like we really enjoy making comedy together so we are still doing it like virtually we've been having a couple virtual shows and putting together stuff so so it's not dead so to speak um but yeah definitely different I mean the stuff that you can do when you're all in different places is a little bit limited but we've we've managed so there's uh, some stuff. Yeah. You got to keep our spirits up as well as your own, you know, because if you sure. had that yeah. that outlet for exploration before and expression, like if you don't have that now, you're fucked. Truly. Yeah. Honestly, comedy is what is going to save us all. Through yeah. This, like, <laughs> it truly is. Yeah, it's totally essential. Were you were you bummed when they did not realize that you were essential, you know, according to the state of New York? An essential worker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was very happy to just like. So, I mean, this is probably too much information for this podcast, but I I was um, a bit of a germaphobe when I was younger. And so when this all started, I was like, you know, I'll just like, I don't want to have to constantly be like sanitizing door handles every two seconds. So I was like pretty fine to stay at home. I did leave to volunteer, which was deemed essential, but that was, you know, but but um, yeah, like, but comedy, you know, like we kind of were essential. Like we were doing people. I mean, I say we. I don't do stand up, but there were stand ups doing like outdoor shows during this, right? Oh wow. like, yeah, they are. Happened. They are now. Yeah, they are yeah. now. I wonder how kind of early they were doing it. Oh, I don't know, but yeah, I think also like we've all had to like make stuff from our homes and audition and do all this crazy stuff from like a skype or a zoom call which is insane but people are like starved for content right now because i'm really at home so it's kind of yeah it's weird the content quality has gotten real bad but here we are (laughs) yeah i see see on your bio that you were in britney runs a marathon and i see you on instagram posing in front of uh, you know uh, said uh promotional material and so oh so i guess you're an actress of some uh some note and so you're telling me that you've been kind of auditioning via zoom and stuff yeah, so, wow. I mean, because they can't really, like, op- I mean, there are some, quote-unquote, safe ways forward for the industry, but it's, I think, tricky for them to to open, um, like, and film stuff with, you know, the, on sets, there's, like, hundreds of people, so they have, mm-hmm. right now, like, they're very sparsely auditioning for certain things, but all of those auditions are happening, like, either over Zoom or you just self-tape it, but... But I have uh-huh. done a couple over Zoom, which is really weird because it's like I don't even know where to look. And then I don't have like <laughs> a great way to like get my computer up to the right level. So I'm always like double chinning it to like look like it's <laughs> I've obviously not booked anything because I'm like yes, giving but... myself like a fish eye view. Yeah. Uh, and what happened to Erica Hernandez? <laughs> like she was posting bikini pics and now she's got the double chin. What the fuck happened yeah. during quarantine? I blame the germophobia. And but what's cool though is if you do a sh- like, you know, do a couple takes of, you know, self-taping or whatever, and if some of them fucking blow, you can just turn it into a comedy video, right? This that is you know what that's so true and maybe that's 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 the field that I haven't tapped into quite yet but should because yes. I got plenty of those I got plenty of bad teams <laughs> and they because they want to see that you know Erica Hernandez is not just you know big time actress like she also is just fucking hilarious and also doesn't do perfect self taping every single take right oh absolutely not I think they would probably know that even from watching my tapes but <laughs> I think they don't there's not a whole lot left to the imagination there but um 
yeah, sure. You know, yeah, she's so real. So, so down to earth. So, <laughs> so flawed. real. I, yeah. I love that. Like, even in her film, she seems so real. I love that. It's just like, yeah. well, I kind of fucked up that take or something. And I really like the germophobia thing. I didn't really see that on your topics, but I have OCD myself, <laughs> and it kind of manifests itself in checking behaviors. And there's somebody else in the family who I think might also kind of have something in the germophobia realm. So, the, so while I don't wash my hands 85 times, I do sure. check that the water is off 85 times times <laughs> so it's the same fucking result like you know if, if, if you're comfortable talking about it are you do you kind of go through routines to uh you know wash your hands three times instead of five or something like well, that? well so again this is something that i had when i was younger so i, I no longer struggle with it but i will say that i think i'm so sorry for the background noise i am at my sister's place in there it is um, it is so children. pleasant to have the children in the background they're Thank just you. yeah they're like i'm just kidding um, but, uh, yeah, he's literally right next to me. Joke. Um, no, 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 he's that. Um, but, uh, he immediately got bored when I started doing this and like left the room <laughs> as they do. But, um, I, yeah, I, I, I had it when I was younger, so it's not something that I'm like actively struggling with, but I think the pandemic, uh, for many people sort of like triggered certain habits. And I would definitely say that, uh, you know, like once, because the one of the like telltale things of germophobia is just blowing everything out of proportion. Like imagining every worst scenario of like a germ, right? So yeah. when this whole thing started, it was like, well, COVID's probably on the grocery, and I just touched the grocery, yeah. so now I have to wash my hand before I touch this. But what if I touch this before I wash my hand? Then I've yeah. got to sanitize that. Like it just just like snowballs into this thing where suddenly everything must be covered with it and like yeah. that you know is easy to fall into when you don't know about this thing it's still yeah. so foreign but um oh my gosh i should close the door <laughs> yeah yeah either one's fine it's it's really, really it's pleasant really but feel free okay. to get up if you need to i mean i'll leave it open then they're okay. far enough away that this won't bother them but if it doesn't bother you then great um, yeah, it's, it's totally fine and then yeah i think even the germaphobe person that i know you know, or, or, you know, she, he or she had kind of done the whole, you know, washing down groceries and things. And then she checked with other people and they were like, yeah, I used to do that. I don't do it anymore. And even me who really doesn't have a problem with that kind of shit. Like I found myself being like, okay, I touched my mask after touching the doorknob, you know, and I got to wash the mask or some shit. And so like, it almost created new checking behaviors that I'm not just, I'm not trying to buy. I'm not trying to get into that bullshit because I have enough of those. But, you know, that sounds like that was happening earlier in your life. And one of the topics that we kind of find interesting is the crazy things you did in middle school. And I have some real fucking horrors. But uh, but before I feel comfortable even in kind of like revealing those, I got to find out what yours were first. <laughs> Oh, well, so the one that I mean, I was not, I've never been, <laughs> definitely was not at the time, like any particular form of cool. Now I understand that that is um, uh, subjective, but uh, I, you know, I wore like my first day of sixth grade. I remember I wore this like matching like plaid skirt outfit, uh, not in a cute way. Um, and like some sandals that I think were made for an 80 year old woman, but uh, cause they had like orthotics built into them. And, like, yeah. That's what I wore to school. Um, but I, you know, I, I remember there was a pivotal moment for me. I, my family spread out all over the world. And so during, um, a summer one year before, or like right when I turned 13, I went to visit some cousins that I have in Germany 
And they were like European punk was like a thing when I was that age, and it was really hardcore. Like they had like uh, spiked collars, and, yeah. yeah, spiked collars and black and grunge and eyeliner and like the whole thing it was like really intense. And my cousins, um, one of them was like in that scene, and she was my age, so she was who I was hanging out with. And I'm like that's like the most like goody two shoe, just like awkward like super lanky I had a growth spurt super early and like didn't know how to like walk properly it was just like Uh and I'm hanging out with these people just like fascinated by how cool they were she starts showing me all this music so I go home in eighth grade I decided like I want to be kind of punkish so I started wearing eyeliner and tried to straighten my hair and I have a lot Uh like really thick like like manager yeah the, the te- textured let's say hair so it just like it didn't work <sighs> um and i but i was wearing like all black and stuff and the thing was like i wanted to to kind of like embrace that persona let's say but i was too afraid to like go into a hot topic or a spencer's to like buy the stuff that everyone was wearing so instead i told my mom i was like i want that like everyone was wearing these like they sweat bands like, i don't know if you remember this from the 90s but it was sweat like bands. yeah it was like people like those things that tennis players wear but like the punks would wear them ah. like like black ones with like skulls or cool. whatever on them you know like cool. it was a thing and so I told my mom that I, and at, first of all, like I had this conversation with my mom. So that should show you just like how not <laughs> it actually was. I'm how like, not punk you are. Yeah. Yeah. Like I really want these like sweatbands and I guess it wasn't, you know, I also didn't necessarily like, I wasn't in a family where you could just be like, I want these this new clothes thing and like my parents would go get it and there were like four of us so that was not how things worked so my mom was like okay cool and she knit me one out of this like colorful rainbow yarn and and I wore it (laughs) for like a lot of eighth grade and I had these little like skater shoes I didn't skateboard like just like the whole it was just like as if somebody had played dress up on a doll that just was like (laughs) there's no way that this is this doll's personality it was like did it work were you accepted by that little subculture that little sect of your school or no absolutely not (laughs) And you kept it up though, like when you were I, not accepted I don't by the heart. Really I think that I was ones. like trying to be friends with them. I think okay. I was just trying to be like, this is who I am, and uh, like, and it was just my. I I had this shirt that I bought in Germany that was like eight sizes too small for me, but at the time it was like a little bit of midriff was also like the '90s thing, yes. and it said. I bought it in Germany, but it was a picture of an owl, and in English it said "Give a hoot, don't pollute," and I wore that probably like every week at least uh, um it was my you little sounded, like... you sounded cool <laughs> yeah sounded super. super super cool yeah like my thing was like i was really cool in like grade school <laughs> and it kind of continued in high school like i was smart but i was also hip i wore the right clothes because my sister was a couple years ahead of me so i would actually like go into her room and be like okay what about this outfit you know like okay. what about these boat shoes and this mosmo t-shirt or this big johnson t-shirt or stussy t-shirt or whatever so i was, I was really kind of cool and then at the end i was voted prince charming in eighth, in eighth grade wow but I, but I but but like i can't like that's not the shameful part like in the final sock hop like all these girls like they lined up to kiss me there's like five to ten and, and really what it was like they saw that i kissed this girl and they're like did you just kiss her are you guys together i was like no she asked me to kiss her so i kissed her and they're like will you kiss me and i like, so i kissed like five ten girls like, like right then at the sock hop all right sorry i just realized my dog is literally right behind me just groaning she heard this whole conversation and oh no <laughs> 
See, uh, yeah, er- Erica Cuddy is just hilarious. Check out her videos because she was just <laughs> hilarious with her dog. Erica Hernandez, thank you so much. Thank you so much.